Hey, it's Dave Breckenridge, your usual host for 10-3. Today we're offering you a bit of a bonus. Former federal cabinet minister Jason Kenney is part of a wave of conservative premiers who have swept to victory in recent months. And in advance of a federal election, Kenney has been sure to use Prime Minister Justin Trudeau as a handy villain in his own electoral narrative. So today, Edmonton Journal political reporter Emma Graney brings you the first part in a limited series taking a deeper look at Kenney's rise to power in Alberta. Albertans, Albertans have elected a government that will be obsessed with getting this province back to work. A team, a team that will do everything in our power. Every that was Jason Kenney on the night he won Alberta's 2019 election. After four years of NDP rule, a Conservative Party was back in power. But it was by no means inevitable. To understand how this happened, we need to go back in time. Not too far, mind you. Just to the summer of 2016, when Jason Kenney quite literally drove into Alberta's political scene. Morning, I'm Jason Kenney, and uh, great to be out here on the August long weekend uh, in front of the Alberta legislature. Uh, today, I'm beginning a unity tour across Alberta. I'll be visiting all 87 constituencies at least once. I'm Emma Graney, and I write about politics for the Edmonton Journal. I've been covering Jason Kenney pretty much from the start since he first gay-crashed into Alberta. Over the next couple of weeks, some colleagues and I are going to try and understand how Kenny was able to rebuild the conservative brand and win in 2019. Let's set the stage. In 2015, Albertans basically wanted to kick out the progressive conservative dynasty. They'd been in for 44 years. A spending scandal had forced one premier from office. Quite simply, I am not prepared to allow party and caucus infighting to get in the way of building a better future for our province and for all Albertans. And that is why I am announcing today that with a profound optimism for Alberta's future, I am resigning as Premier of Alberta, effective this Sunday evening. Another, Jim Prentice, had tried to merge Alberta's Conservative parties by convincing most of the Wild Rose caucus to cross the floor. Uh, today we are making uh, a significant step towards reuniting the Conservative family in Alberta, uh, throughout my public... Albertans were having none of it. Look, we don't need to go into detail here except to say that Rachel Notley's NDP won the election and they won it handily. I don't know. I think, I think we might have made a little bit of history tonight. Vote splitting between the PCs and the Wild Roads definitely contributed to that outcome. Jason Kenney, who was a federal Conservative MP at the time, he decided to come back. You know, I think there are hardcore partisans in both parties who are going to be reluctant about this, and I've always known that. That's a natural part of a process like this. Although it, it, it seems to me, as a, as a general rule, uh, there's, there's somewhat more resistance amongst some people on the PC side. I don't know, perhaps that's because they were in government for, for 45 years and there's a kind of a, a sense that they have this legacy, this history, this tradition, and therefore guaranteed a future. And, uh, you know, I understand and respect that view. I, I just think... But one of the first things he did when he arrived was get himself a big 
blue truck. And that truck did thousands of kilometres across the province, zigzagging from corner to corner as he slept in people's spare rooms on their couches, sometimes in hotels, trying to spread the message of unity. Jason Kenney at the time was trying to become leader of the Progressive Conservative Party. Of course, it was a completely decimated brand after the 2015 election, and he thought, you know what, if I take over as leader, I'm going to merge this party with the Wild Rose Party, and that's what he was running on. He wanted to merge the parties, and he said to people, look, this is the only way that we can guarantee that the NDP will not win victory in the next election. When I say that Kenny's victory was by no means inevitable, I really do mean it. His plan was not met with open arms. In some cases, it was actually open hostility. I was around in 2012, working hard to, uh, to win my seat. I was around in 2015, uh, working hard again on behalf of the Progressive Conservative Party. And you, sir, were supporting the Wild Rose. So I take exception to you suddenly finding this, uh, this new faith in the Progressive Conservative Party. The fact is you, you haven't been a Progressive Conservative until just this, this summer when you've decided to, 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 to honestly try to destroy our party. And so I take exception to that. If it wasn't hostility, then there was definitely scepticism involved. When he was driving around the province in those early days, back in the summer of 2016, he would have very small, small, tiny little gatherings. People would sit there. There were a lot of crossed arms. There were a lot of folks thinking, who is this guy and why is he suddenly in Alberta trying to talk to us after spending so long in Ottawa? But they were open to listening because they really didn't like the NDP. They didn't consider themselves a natural New Democrat province by any stretch of the imagination. This was particularly true in rural Alberta. I remember being at one gathering at a bar in Sylvan Lake. It was a beautiful day. It was warm and sunny. I don't know why anyone was inside a bar, but there you have it. Only about a dozen people showed up to receive Jason Kenney and actually listen to his ideas. The day before, there'd been a barbecue on somebody's ranch. There were more people there, but I think that's just because they were getting fresh hamburgers that were made from a cow out the back. <laughs> so how come you're putting on a barbecue? It's nice of you. Yeah, well, originally I said he could come stay here, and then they said, well, why don't you put on a, what about a luncheon? So I said, okay. <laughs> I had six days to prepare for it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> so there yes. was like the one guy that came, he just heard about it this morning. You know, yeah. somebody happened to just tell him, but it was, oh, that was Freeman, yeah. So did you know a lot of folks in the yard then? Uh, most of them. There was a couple people that came that I didn't know. <laughs> now that you can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kenney's message in the early days, we're talking back in 2016, is virtually indistinguishable from what he says now and what he said during the 2019 election campaign. He railed against the carbon tax. There was a lot of anti-Ottawa sentiment here as well. Rachel Notley's name got mentioned maybe once compared with every 10 times that Jason Kenney would mention Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister who he really, really dislikes. And about how investment was fleeing from Alberta, about the unemployment, about the recession that we were through, about people that Jason Kenney would meet along the road and he would tell their stories saying this is indicative of how it is all over Alberta. 
I've had grown men in their 50s break down in tears in my office telling me about how they lost their jobs a year ago. They can't find any other work. They were in their peak earning years. Their retirement was based on continuing to work and they're running out of savings. They're worried about losing their homes. I've, I've met with small business people who, who are working 100-hour weeks uh, and invested their life savings in small businesses that they have now lost in this NDP recession. And other entrepreneurs who are barely holding on, who are running out of cash and credit. Um, I've met many entrepreneurs. He was up against some Tories who considered themselves definitely on the progressive end of things. One of those early on was Sandra Jansen. You might remember her as a progressive conservative politician elected to the legislature who later ended up crossing to the governing NDP and was awarded with a cabinet position sometime after that. She was one who came out against Kenny hard. During that leadership race, she accused him of bullying. She said that his team were up to no good. There were shenanigans, there were kerfuffles, and there ended up being an internal and party investigation into what happened at a PC convention. I want to be part of a government that has an open door to the energy industry and to people working with the environment because those things go hand in hand. The dog whistle politics that I heard at the PC policy conference were chilling to me, eroding public education, taking away women's reproductive rights, and trying to out-gay kids in schools. That is not my Alberta. I reject each and every one of those views and the idea that Alberta should be going backward. I'm not going backward. I'm going forward. In fact, every single person who was running against Jason Kenney for leadership of the Progressive Conservatives did not want an immediate merger with the Wild Rose. Some ideas were tossed around. We had Richard Starkey say, you know, I'll consider some kind of alliance with the Wild Rose Party, but not a merger. And yet, when it came to the PC leadership race, Jason Kenney won. Sure, he bust in a whole bunch of young supporters with the promise of getting them pizza and meeting former Prime Minister Stephen Harper, but the point is he won. He captured 75.5% of the vote. Now let's just take a second to try and understand who Jason Kenney is. He is a politician. When you think Jason Kenney, you think politics. Most of his career, in fact, his entire actual career has been in public life. He's always campaigning. He's always about politics. He doesn't seem to have much of a social life, to be honest with you. The guy spent years driving around Alberta in a blue pickup truck. I mean, sure, you can ask him what his favourite road trip food is. Let's take a listen to uh, his response there. Okay, so I have some fun road trip questions for you. Uh-oh. Considering you're on a big, long road trip. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so first up, what is your favourite road trip snack? Mmm, I'm going to go with tapir corn. Tapir corn? What, do you just buy you, I that I didn't. I, this is stupid, but I didn't know... You can just eat it fresh off the cob. Down, we, we're down there in uh, southern Alberta, and uh, you don't need to boil it or anything. It's just sweet, lovely, fresh, healthy corn. Taper corn? I mean, sure, taper corn's delicious. I love to stop on a road trip and get myself some taper corn in the middle of summer. Of course, it's in southern Alberta. Taper corn is well known as some of the juiciest, yummiest corn you can get. But that is a road trip snack? That's gotta be political calculation. You can ask him about why on earth he chose a blue Ram rather than some kind of Ford F-150 or something like that. 
Now, this is a question that I think is on the mind of every Albertan. Uh, why did you choose a Ram, not a Ford? <laughs> well, first of all, you should go and ask that question on the Facebook site called Berta Rams. Uh, I think it has 25,000 followers. Really? And it is a bit of a, a cult truck in, in Alberta. They're, they're, I'm told that uh, they sell more Rams per capita in Alberta than anywhere else in North America. So for some reason, and if you once you buy one, you recognize how many are on the road. No, it was a first. I just thought it was a great vehicle. The fact remains, Jason Kenny is a political guy. Jason Kenny talks about history. He's a political wonk. He loves policy. He's a bit of a political nerd when it all comes down to it. Okay, so Jason Kenny is now leader of the Progressive Conservative parties. He's won it, of course, on a promise of merging it with the Wild Rose Party. Enter Brian Jean, the Wild Rose Party leader. Now, you've got to understand here about Brian Jean. He, like Kenny, is a former MP who came back to Alberta. Brian Jean, though, originally didn't have any plans of getting back into politics. His son was ill, and so he just kind of came back from Ottawa and went home to Fort McMurray. But then he saw what was happening to the Wild Rose Party. It had pretty much imploded after the unsuccessful floor crossing under then-leader Danielle Smith in late 2014. So now Wild Rose was kind of left, well, rudderless in a way. Brian Jean, though, he stepped up and he, despite the death of his son, ran and became leader of the Wild Rose Party and then guided that party to be the official opposition to the NDP after the 2015 election. And the winner... On the first round of balloting, with 55% of the vote, is Brian Jean. So here we've got Brian Jean. You know, he's an Alberta guy. He's really well-liked here. His house burnt down in the Fog McMurray wildfires. He just got married again. He was seen as an Albertan, just a family guy, a relatable guy. He would dress up in costumes as Austin Powers once as a great photo floating around. He's the kind of guy that people can relate to. And he was more popular than Rachel Notley, the then Premier. A lot of people thought, well, he could actually be the next Premier of Alberta. I'm hoping that every day I come in there, I'm known as Mr. Sunshine. And I'm going to be bringing positive (laughs) ideas and just make sure we fight for the priorities of Albertans. But, uh, you know, it's not about being negative. It's about being positive, positive ideas and making sure that when the government does screw up, as I'm sure they will, we are there to make sure that Albertans know that and to make sure that they get it right next time. And then Jason Kenney showed up. So Brian Jean wasn't necessarily against the idea of unity. At a 2016 Wild Rose convention, he said, you know what, I've had my dancing shoes on. I'm happy to kind of tap dance towards a merger with whatever, but when I raised it with the PCs, they didn't want a bar of it. So I guess we'll just, you know, see where it goes. Let's talk. We've got our dancing shoes on and we're more than happy to do some dancing with them. Brian Jean just kept saying it's up to the membership. Eventually, once Jason Kenney became leader of the PCs, that became a very real possibility, this idea of unity of two parties, Alberta's two conservative parties, merging together in order to defeat the NDP. In early 2017, it was January 26, I remember it well, it was Australia Day, Brian Jean said, you know what, if there's a merger plan and if my party members agree to it, I'm on board. When I issued my challenge for conservatives to come together shortly after the last election, 
I said that we would need to put egos aside for the greater good. That personal self-interest must never come before Alberta. I meant that. And that's why I am announcing today that if our members approve a unity agreement with the PC party, I am prepared to stand down as leader of the Wild Rose and to seek the leadership of our single, principled, conservative party in a race to be conducted this summer. A couple of months later, on May 18, 2017, Brian Jean and Jason Kenney rocked up to a stage together. Today, Jason Kenney and I are announcing we have an agreement in principle that would unify our parties under the United Conservative banner. If approved by the membership of the respective parties, it would set us on a path to regain control of our province for now and for future generations. The agreement in principle that you are seeing today must be ratified by the members of the Wild Rose. That eventually went to a vote for party members. On July 22nd, 2017, just over half of each party's members cast a ballot in the unity vote. Yes, one with 95%. It was a landslide. On July 24, 2017, Brian Jean announced he was going to run for UCP leader. Five days later, Jason Kenney followed suit. So you hear you have one of Alberta's most popular politicians in the polls, Brian Jean, versus the political machine that is Jason Kenney. What happened in that race is still being investigated by the RCMP. Join us next week for more. Jason, just looking for a comment on the RCMP raid, Peter Singh's office. I don't know. Do you stand by him? All I know, all I know is what you know, Emma. Okay, but do you stand by him as a candidate? All I, all I know is what you know, Emma. Do you have a stand by him? He's our candidate. He's our candidate. Okay, stand by him. Thanks, Emma.